This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more. So welcome everybody to another episode of the Rumashes Clubcast. Here is what you have to look forward to in tonight's episode. Y'all ever really look at the Amazon logo? Yeah, yeah, Jenny thinks it looks like a wiener. It is a wiener. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good evening, Craft Beer. My name is Donnie. This is the official podcast of the Craftology Radio Network, a collection of craft brews and geek news tied loosely together here at Craft Brews Geek News. We talk about natural stories, local flavors, and our favorite kicking nuggets of pop culture. Who could speak to these topics and more? None other than myself. Hi, Donnie here. And uh, Mr. Lossman, how are you? Hey, doing fantastico as always. Ready to get the show started. Excellent. Trying to try to recoup some energy here. Um, and our third host, Mr. Rye Guy, how are you? I'm doing great. Uh, back this week, I missed the last show, I believe. Uh, I know you guys did a great job carrying it. Uh, well, in my absence, if <laughs> now that sounded terrible, like like <laughs> I did. Donnie was meh. Oh, I've got <laughs> so plenty far. of energy. I feel so. Um, good, good. Still have a great conversation. Yeah. just yeah, passing them along right through the interwebs. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got good drinks, good times, and good people, so I think we're fine there. Boys, who wants to kick it off with our normal segment, what are you drinking, what are you going to drink? I'll go first, if that's all right. Go first, yeah. I'd like to go second, Lausman, because I have a story to go oh, in But Well, real quick, I need to find, just uh, because evidently if you type in Swamp Ape uh, <laughs> on Google, <laughs> a movie comes you get other up, things. so you have to, <laughs> yeah. you have to specify... With, uh, that it's an IPA, yeah. So I've got the Swamp Ape IPA, uh, which, by the way, drastically has a higher review than Swamp Ape the movie. So, <laughs> just... how many stars for that that movie though? Two point three. Oh, I was like, "There's no way this beer's got two point three stars." Who's who's uh, judging it this harshly? No, this one's got four. Wait, almost four stars. So yeah, call it three and a half, maybe a little bit more. Uh, but this is from Florida Beer Company. Uh, where is that? Well, it's out of Florida, but I thought it was more like... <laughs> no way. <laughs> I know, right? Isn't that uh, in the Bay Area, if I'm not mistaken? Or am I thinking Florida of something Beer. different? Florida Brute, like Florida Ave. Uh, it's not Florida Ave, so it's Florida Beer Company. Um, sorry, I should have known where that was located. But it's a delicious beer, and it comes in at Cape 10%. Coral. It's in Cape Coral. Cape Coral, okay. Coral. It's 10% ABV. Coral. So if I'm looking a little drowsy by the end of the show, you guys will know why. I think we're all going to be a little drowsy but, by the end of the show. Yeah. It's just it, it's just a delicious, refreshing uh, IPA. Definitely not citrus forward or anything like that. Just not nice. hazy. No, not hazy at all. It's good. Uh, boozy a little bit. Ten percent. I think it's just a delicious beer. I saw it at my local gas station, and I was like, "Oh, last one. Got to get it for the show." So, have you guys had nice. this one before? That, that can you just briefly flashed up there looks familiar, but I could be wrong. Ryan, show us your can. Yeah, see, like, I remember that that ape face. <laughs> I think they modified it a little bit. I think it used to be, like, an actual, like, ape body or something like that. Um, again, just a fantastic beer. And you can, whenever you find it, you know, just pick it up and be prepared. Florida makes it, good beer. It's a doozy. So, yes, they do, so, Donnie. And that's why we have a bunch of breweries. Yeah. Yeah. Yay. Yeah. Well, that's good. That's good. So, 10% double IPA, huh? Pretty gnarly. So I said I was going to go second. So what yes. I brought was my – man, it doesn't look pink at all. Nope. What I brought was my uh, Cran Pineapple Homemade Wine from my Bruzy kit that I was raving about last show. Um, I am impressed with the cider. <laughs> the wine is leaving me a little more to be desired, but it's been um, – you know, this is the it's kit beyond. that – just to remind everybody – the the bruise kit that I have, so this is the make your own wine and cider and and mead really anything that doesn't require hops essentially. So you you can do it with store bought juice, 
they supply you with a couple of yeast packets that basically you just kind of pour into your own bottle. You pour out a little bit of juice. They have a nice little online, very um, millennial, very easy to use, very, very tech forward uh, approach to home brewing. And, um, and I really, really am enjoying it. Um, we talked about this one on the Mother's Day episode, actually, because that's what I got my mom. And she's also doing the, the kit, which is fun. Um, but the wine is the wine is interesting. So I'm not a wine O. I'm not a wine. wine not a whiny boy. I believe it's whiner. Um, you are a yeah, whiner. Yeah. yeah. Uh, awesome. Donnie's a winner. <laughs> no, he's but, a wiener. But <laughs> it's got the it's like, of course, I went for a cran pineapple, which is just a bizarre flavor combination for wine. But. But that's why I, I go back to the cider because the cider really under a week it takes to, to brew end to end. I was drinking this by less than a week. So I, I had been drinking it within the realm of the five to seven days, which is what they suggest. Um, now that it's been sitting for a week, the wine has actually gotten better. And I can only imagine the cider has also probably gotten better. But the cider was basically good to drink right after the fifth day. I mean, it was... Well, else you you had it. I brought it to um. We brought it to Deems's house, and we had a little party. He had a little getting together, and and we drank two bottles of cider, and they were both really good. Yeah, um, no, I liked really it. good. I liked it a lot. It still, it still tasted a little homebrewy, and I'm guessing that's because I only racked it twice. Um, I racked it from the primary to a secondary, and then bottled it right after that. So really, that's not even like two full racking. But um, yeah, I think if it would have, if I would have like let it settle out if i would have racked it a third time perhaps it would have been great um i really think that if this wasn't crayon pineapple the wine would probably be better but honestly now that this has been sitting for a week this is better than the wine i had on saturday so um i really do think that with with time this is going to be a, a better tasting piece now it's only a gallon so it's about you know 11 odd beers it's not that much uh, so wedding that age is difficult for me, but, but no, it's, it's, um, this has been really good. It, it's been a really good experience and I've learned a lot. So Ryan, I'm going to make a mead next, I think, um, would be the next thing I make. And then depending on what I like out of that, I'll either make a wine, a mead or a, or a cider again. Awesome. For my last, my now, last Have batch. you ever had mead? You know, I've, I've had it like out trying it before, but I've not had like a full pint of mead. I don't think. Okay. Yeah, it's it, it can be a little tough to have an entire pint. I think even at uh, Pie they or Pie Road, Mead Works they give you like a ten ounce pour. Love to meet you out there sometime. <laughs> Actually, yeah. the the higher ABV ones, the ones that are all fourteen percent, they only give either one ounce or three ounce pours. So, Jeez. well, I mean, it's it costs a lot of money to, to and you know to make. Are they just like overly? sweet or what is the what is your take no on mead that's in that's actually that information's on a mead to know basis mm-hmm. we're back we're back to this now no i i feel like when we were gaming the other night i feel like that kind of i think we went down that road <laughs> oh we went down that road oh we went down that road we so, went down. um you know it's obviously it's 14 percent, so it's up there like with wine and things like that but it's got more of a honey sweeter connotation um Again, though, when you're using the different fruits that that they use, you know, it's still it's it's very fruity, but it's also very refreshing, very crisp. You just got to come out and try it. That Not carbonated. Uh, they do carbonate some of their meats that um, they call those the joy rides. They're usually like around five percent. Um, the other ones uh, slightly carbonated just to push them through. Uh, but a lot of their bottled uh, meats are not, and uh, so they're a little bit on the on the smoother end. Um, I just had their uh, license to thrill. It was fourteen percent, and that one actually, I believe, started off at seventeen. So they actually had to, you know, lower it down a little bit. But uh, definitely, you know, if you want to get the inside scoop, I can't help you with meat. I don't know the process. I don't know what to do or. It's really it simple. <laughs> it, it is. Well, yeah, no, I, I guess it is. But then the ratios are, you know, you got to have the right science behind it, and so it's best to get it from from a master. Uh, over at like over at Pi, but anyway. well, like you know what it reminds me of. You know when you you made um you made hard alcohol, hard hard water, right? Hard seltzer, hard alcohol. Get into it you a know, bit. hard stuff. alcohol, hard water. I, I did it. I did a hard water. Yes, and that was essentially just sugar, water, and yeast, right? Like it's some flavoring and stuff like that. I mean, that's all. That's all you really did. That's all that. That's all that's in this kit to do. So like that's the same way you make wine, same way you make mead, same way you make cider. Exactly. So it's pretty interesting. Mm-hmm. Um. But yeah, I mean, all the calculations are there. Like I said, they've got a sweet online tool. So 
Um, yeah, I'm excited to see it. I want to try it. I don't. I'm not a big mead fan, but I figure if I can bottle some between now and you know the next week or so, when this stuff will be ready to drink, I'll I'll get out somewhere and try something because I am eager just to try it. So I have a, a player base to go off of. Yeah, you need to do that, Donnie. Okay. Yeah. yeah I'm what about what about in needle in a haystack? Is that a good? <laughs> I feel like that's a good name. What about? You will just go. I'm done. I'm done with mine. No, How about you go stuff yourself, man? <laughs> trying to help you here. <laughs> trying to come up with names. Whatever. I'll do my beer now. What'd you bring? I brought the Voodoo Ranger Imperial because I love it. Mm, I just absolutely love it. It's a tasty lick for those of you who may not be, uh, you know, well versed in the Voodoo Ranger series, which I also absolutely advocate. Um, it's just a good time. It's the Imperial, so it's nine percent. It's very smooth. Man, we're all drinking high gravity, boys. Mine's mine's ten. Mine's nine and a half, ten. Yeah. Trying to bring the people out there the best show possible. Yeah. <laughs> it must be Tuesday. Yeah. Because right? yeah, I've had a rough one. Yeah, nice. Yep. Oh boy, I got a story for you guys, but maybe no. later. I got stories <laughs> for your stories. Well, Ryan, the the other thing, I do have that alcohol. What are the alcohol, like not barometers, but what's the alcohol gauge that you put, like you float it basically, the alcohol float that you spin when you're home brewing? I forget what it's called, but I have one of those laying around. So mine, I can tell you right now, it's nine Uh, and a half. They say it's anywhere between 10 and 15. You can use, it's not a hydrometer, is it? Hydrometer, that sounds good. Yeah, 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 that's it. I was like, man, it's on the tip (laughs) of my tongue. All these things on the tip of my tongue. That sounded weird. Um, <laughs> but yeah, anyways, I used I pulled that bad boy out. So it was definitely ten percent. All these things with this all male podcaster in your tip of your tongue, huh? Oh, these ten percent beers are quite quite strong. Yeah, man, yeah, getting uh, it quick. Oh boy, getting you quick. All right, um, awesome. all right. Well, that's it. So, does anybody else have any more stories on these, or should we just go on to the next one? Let's go on to the next, man. All right. Let's keep, keep this rolling. So, I swear we said this last summer, right before big old pandy, like un furled itself on everybody but but this summer apparently to the new york times is going to be the summer of hard seltzer now i think this might be amplified by the pandy as in that i think people yeah yeah i think people are going to be out and about more i think they're going to be running around outside more i think they're going to be you know able to do stuff again kids in organized sports mean parents are going to drink white claws i think there's going to be a lot of stuff like that that will happen that will benefit being outside, being hot, and having these hard seltzers instead of, um, you know, the the summer of IPAs or whatever that was when we were going through hazies. So um, I won't read this article off, you know, bit by bit, but essentially sales exploded to four billion last year, so up from about five hundred million in two thousand eighteen, which is crazy. Um, but that just is an explosive, explosive growth. Uh, ratio for uh, for a beverage category that we knew was going to go somewhere fast, and we we were all watching it, and we were we've been talking about hard seltzers and white claws now for for I feel like over a year, but um but it is interesting to see this article, and there are some other stats and stuff which we'll leave in the comments below in the description. But what do you guys think about this? The summer of hard seltzer. I, I mean, I think that last year when when we talked about it, you know. I gravitated towards just drinking seltzers. I was playing a lot of golf. I couldn't drink heavy IPAs. You know, when I'm out on the golf course, it, you can't drink a 7.5% beer. You want to drink a 4 or 5, you know, and something that's refreshing and crisp. So I totally agree. And, you know, yeah, I'm drinking a 10% uh, IPA right now, but I've also got some Vizzies to accompany it. There's, you know, it's a growing market. Uh, you know, they don't put them necessarily in the cooler right now at the at Publix. Um but, you know, it's it's a – they're nice little in-betweeners to go to as well. You know, you grab one of those in between your other beers. I think I might have said that before on the podcast. So Yes, you have. Um, and and, and the, the cool thing is it's like, okay, a lot of the major beer uh, makers, like Bud Light's in it now. Uh, McUltra, which don't don't buy the McUltra ones. They're fucking terrible. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, they're yeah, I had the spicy horrible. pineapple for the first time I, on Saturday <laughs> as well. It was all right. It was all right. It, I didn't hate it, but it's terrible. I hated it. I I only bought it because it was Bogo at Publix, and I was like, "Yeah, sure, I'll try it." Absolutely horrible. Eighty calories, but you get what you pay for. I'll take the extra twenty calories for some flavor, because um, <laughs> they all pretty much have like a hundred, a hundred calories, and not to, you know, 
go too much into Vizzy because I know we already talked about what we're drinking, but these have antioxidants and vitamin C. So you kind of get a little, you know, you're getting your alcohol, but you're also getting a little refresher, you know, so your body feels better in the morning. Maybe you limit the hangover, but all the major beer companies and then a lot of the major craft beer companies too. Um, uh, was it Funky Buddha, I believe, is in on it? Um, not TBBC. What's the other one? Cigar City, I believe, has a line. Yeah, Cigar City's got a line. Dogfish Head has a line. I mean, everybody's so, making them. Everybody's yeah. making them. So, I mean, why why not? You know? I The only thing that, that can do it for me for those things is is variety. And I don't know if that's because my wife, for a while, only drank the Black Cherry ones, <laughs> White Claws. But but I if I, like, have – I have to choke those down. If I get the variety where I can get, like – I haven't tried that many of them, but I've tried Trulies and I hate most of those. I mean, I've tried White Claws and I hate most of those too, but like, I don't know. If I, I'll keep going back to them like if I was on a golf course or we were out you know, fishing in the hot sun or something like that, like at the beach all day. I, I think I could rotate between a beer and that. I just can't. I can't just drink nothing but these hard seltzers. I get... I don't. I don't like them. They, 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 they will never replace out. beer for me. They just... Yeah. They're nice little, you know, hey, instead of picking up, uh, you know, a six-pack or something like that, I might pick up 24 for the same price you never know go ahead last man look like you had something to say well yeah i'd like to just uh kind of like reference that time that my local 7-eleven um they went they must have bought like a pallet of the bud light platinum ones like the (laughs) and like they must have immediately been like shit because like they they (laughs) immediately put the six packs of that down to 3.99 and that's when i was like i'll take four six packs and so I mean, at that price, like, you're experimenting, and you're doing it for pennies on the dollar. So I'm like, hey, sure. I'm like, well, let's give this a go. Probably not the best idea of mine, because they were not great, in my opinion. But I don't know. I mean, if the price is right, I, the calories are right, and so sure. But most of the time, I really don't think I can <laughs> six-pack of those. That would just they're, be... They're... Mm. Yeah, I I got you there. Yeah, not the platinums. There is something else I'd like to add. They're they're not exactly seltzers, but they're they're a canned spirit and uh, cut water. Uh, they they make you know their own liquor and things like that, vodka, I think gin. But if you haven't had cut water yet, they've got a cucumber vodka, which is like six percent. They do a margarita, which is like twelve and a half percent, and they are on point mixed drinks. Something also to keep in mind while you're getting seltzers is to look for cut water. Uh, big fan right now of those. So just along those lines of uh, crafted cocktails, something that's not beer, but still, you know, people are crafting, people are creating, and that's what this whole thing's all about. Yeah. Yeah, I'm totally with you. And like I said, I think I think it's, it is uniquely easy to do this this to make these things i think i think sometimes because like these don't require the hops they don't require the storage they don't require the lagering or the you know the the lengthy process so i think that you will see a lot of manufacturers that just kind of pop out and make these things which i encourage because you said you said it right ryan like you, you there's one out there for everybody you know there always is there's always going to be something out there for anybody who goes looking for it that's the hard part is like getting outside of your box like we always say and trying to get around the fact that like you're surrounded by white claw black black cherry whatever it is and um yeah i mean that, that's kind of my take on it but I, i'm i'm about it i'm about you know any every brewery that's that wants to have one of these in the menu you know some in this article reference that they're like 20 percent of their sales their total sales from like not even breweries this is like a sports bar um uh, made up made up you know these hard seltzers so I'm all about it. I say keep going, and and yeah, they are refreshing. And, and I think when they get the right flavor down that I respond to, then I'll I'll be drinking them at the golf course too. But until then, that's kind of my take. Absolutely. And when when we do plan a golf outing, I will buy a case just for you, Donnie. When we do that, I will not drink a case because they still taste like broken <laughs> sprite. You just haven't had the you just haven't had the right one yet. That's it. I'm, I'm with you, Lossman. I haven't had the right one either. Yeah. I definitely haven't had the right one. I keep buying the bargain garbage ones. <laughs> well, Quit that's, doing that's that. Awesome, what yeah. Point me in the direction of a high-end hard. Um, what yours look like? Right. Is that buy the brew hub one? Okay. You'll love that. Yeah, yeah they've got really hub. cool can art too. Yeah, I pass brew hub yeah. all the time, so I would love to go in there and be like. So which one are you drinking right seltzer. now, Ryan? This is the well. This is Vizzy. Uh, this is a lemonade hard seltzer, peach lemonade. With antioxidants and vitamin C, 100 calories, two carbohydrates, and uh, no protein, if you can believe that. But, you know, for 5%, you can't can't beat it. It's a 12-pack for $10.99. 
Getting dizzy on the Vizzy. I like Getting it. dizzy on the Vizzy. There we go, baby. That's what that's what I'm all about. Dizzy on the Vizzy. <laughs> all day, all day. <laughs> I love that little Donnie. Like, <laughs> getting dizzy on the Vizzy. I love that shit. Yeah. So, I mean, I like these only because I know where the different, uh, like, some, some companies out there have more flavor. This is middle ground flavor for me. That's why I said McUltra, don't buy that. Corona seltzers are actually better than McUltra seltzers. So I'm never again going to buy them unless they're BOGO. But, uh, but <laughs> I think I that's what get... it is. If, if they're lightly flavored, I think I'll like it. Like, I like the LaCroix, you know, just, like, flavored. Oh, see, I can't stand those. But, see, that's lightly flavored. It's mainly just seltzer water. <laughs> yeah, but then you also lightly flavored the last Carbonated water. <laughs> the last LaCroix that you gave me, Donnie. It was lightly flavored with vodka as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, that's well, the way to do it. They're really good that way. <laughs> yeah, but... You got to amp it up. <laughs> I don't know, man. That was kind of gross. Well, yeah, eh. yeah. It depends. You can. It's a real sliding scale. That one. You can either put just enough in where it tastes okay, or too much, and then all of a sudden it's like, bah. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly what happened to me. And then I spilled half it down the front of my hey. face, and I was like, oh god. Hey, like, like, like when our dad took us to all you can eat buffets as a kid. You put it on your plate, you better fucking eat it. You put it in the drink, you better drink it. That's right. That's right. There that's when you is. try and eat your drinks, though. That's when you run into a problem. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> you don't want to waste it like that. Last time I had one, I think we were playing uh, games online, and I spilled it all over my dick. <laughs> yeah, you did. Dumped over the whole thing. Oh, that was a rough time, too. That I was. Could, I could feel the bounty picker-upper guy cry. <laughs> yeah. like, no, so luckily, do. luckily <laughs> no, it was my, my desk that I <laughs> built, so it's bounty quicker picker-upper guy had a problem soaking up the alcohol. That's oh, funny. yeah. He was just hammered being like, do I got pl- enough plans for these? Oh, oh god! <laughs> uh, I don't know. All right, um, that's great. So I had so we're just I'm just gonna move right along to that. Yep, gloss over we had, it entirely. I, I had a story on here, but I took it off because I thought it was not really relevant. I mean, we could talk about beer vacations all you want, but essentially there was a list that came out of a couple different um, nice beer things, like like a Saint. There was a Santa Fe Margarita Trail, which is a train ride. That's cool. This great American beer train, which is neat. I mean, there was just a like, spotlight on some of these trips, but I'm like, you know, I've done the same thing just walking through Dunedin. I'm like, I don't really yeah. need to go anywhere. <laughs> yeah, I can just, I can literally just hop an Uber to to downtown Dunedin and you know just walk around there and have my own beer adventure because that's all these things really were. There, it, there was some interesting ideas like a beer safari and crap like that, but. Are they aware um, that like every vacation is a beer vacation? You just yeah. go, hey, I'm going to drink whatever's local right now, and then I'm also going to drink beer, and I'm on vacation. Like, great. Beer-cation. That's, that's what I do, man. Every like yeah. every trip I've been on, I'm like, where's a local anything? Because like, I don't care what it is. I might hate it. <coughs> Cleveland. But I might hate the beer that comes out of there. <laughs> but man, I mean, I'm going to try it. So... Yeah, well, Ryan does. You do a good job at too, Ryan. You're always at some local brewery doing something. I try to get out, but usually what I just I just pull the cop out and get whatever local I can from the local grocery store. Well, <laughs> and even to that point, you know, going to a, a grocery store that distributes uh, craft beer if you can't get to a brewery on vacation, that's always fun too. I did that in Nashville, but I will tell you, boys, I booked a trip to Pittsburgh in September, and we'll be going to at least a brewery or two. So you know, be on the lookout for that. We'll talk more about that later, but. Yeah, you gotta you gotta have at least one destination if you can, you know, uh, yeah. when you go on vacation. So, so be on the lookout, Pittsburgh. This is your official warning. Start reserving those VIP sections. Keep them oh, empty geez. for a couple months. <laughs> Ryan will be coming. Uh, we'll be coming around the mountain. <laughs> well, and of course, on this list, Lossman was he said you said Cleveland was the uh, doghouse, you know, beer hotel from our good buddies at BrewDog, which we've been following forever for some reason. And they would put Cleveland when they. Yep. How how you can get a uh, yeah we talked about this thing when it was open. You I know. Get a beer sauna, a beer shower. It's like all right. I've had one of those, but that was due. To I like a shower beer. Actually, can, something I paid for. I can go get uh, you know go to my refrigerator and then just go take a shower and have a shower beer. Like I don't need anything special. But I think they had taps in the shower. That was the thing, right? Yeah. They did. Well, no, that was the confusion. They had taps in the room, not taps in the shower. Well, okay. Uh, yeah. And they were that would up be to cool. Put taps in the shower. Yeah, they were hooked up to a growler that you had to like pay for separately. Oh, and then so like it wasn't have, even a tap like, line. Is everything working for six beers? Because I'll got I gotta take a shower real bad. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait to enjoy all six of these. 
<laughs> yeah. in a weird place that I could have poured it into a cup and then brought it into in the first place. <laughs> so the, the end technology. of the story, the best beer vacations are the one you make them. Makings. I just, <laughs> I just imagine. Crack open a beer and walk down the street and see what happens. I just imagine so <laughs> many like disgruntled wives or like significant others or partners being like, why did we have to come all the way up to Cleveland so you could drink a beer on tap in your hotel room? Like, that's dumb. Can't it you just dumb. open a beer and drink it? That's when you just bust open the credit card. Here you go, sweetheart. Yeah, Here you go. Well. <laughs> well. Yeah. More power to them. All right. Any other beer stories, boys? No. Um, Mine's got a real... Teaser I, I was just there. trying to think if I'd seen something, you know, in recent days, but I uh, can't really put my finger on it. So, recent days, man, they're about to. I, when when do you think the next, the first beer fest is going to be? Now that things Oof. are back open again, hopefully soon. There's got to be something yeah. going on for the summer, like an impromptu, you know, unplanned kind of thing. Yeah, I bet things will be ramping back up quickly. I know that the Temple Terrace is. I know a couple other beer fests I've seen. I know Beer Week is ramping back up, or it will be actually for la- for next year. So. That's exciting stuff. I am I am missing that. Um, Me too. That side of things, you know. It's not so much that I miss the people, the crowds, the lines, but I do miss the beer fest. I, I miss going to those events for 30 bucks, and you just hang out all day, and it's just a great time. Uh, I do miss that. I haven't heard anything about Pints for Paws or Red, White, and Kaboom or, you know, all the ridiculously zany things that we do here in Lakeland, Florida. But uh, what didn't the... Um... One of the shelters or something do pints for paws where they could you could order online or donate online and then you just go yeah you can hammer and you can buy a dog by accident and you can be like uh oh <laughs> like I have an eighteen year old at the commitment. humane society <laughs> yeah, yeah like, oh real no. bad. Like, well <laughs> you could you could also find yourself in an inadvertent uh, or an accidental eighteen year commitment if you if you go out and drink a little too heavy and find your way <laughs> oh no that's so <laughs> no, you're <laughs> right you um, can. You sure, there's a bunch of us out there. <laughs> you definitely can, but like this one is way more accessible. I, I can't say that. Dottie said, "Oh no, <laughs> this one just uh, pints for paws is great." I mean, they park the puppies and the kitties at the actual entrance, and they're like, "Oh, you might be sober oh. now." They go, "But wait till you're hammered after drinking all the beers you want, and try and leave without this like tiny little ginger kitty." And I'm like, "My heart hurts." Yeah, that's how I ended up with my third cat. Yeah, well, that's oh, how they get you. They get you on the way out. Kitty cat Fay down at St. Pete, man. Oh, you guys man. know what you're doing. That actually sounds you dope. Know what I you're doing. Kitty. Dude, it's fun. No, you don't. Can I do a little plug here, real quick? Yeah. For that place, you don't take your own cat. They have cats there. You reserve a time for like fifteen dollars a person for like forty-five minutes or something like that. You go down there at the specific time. You get to go into this room. And there's a bunch of kitties, no. and they're all you know rescues yeah. from the shelter. Of course, you know between six months to a year, and either they're fifty or seventy five dollars. And you, you get interviewed if you want to end up, end up finding one that you want to adopt. And you go through the process, and then they get them ready, and like they you can adopt the kitty at this place. Oh, and boy. they have they had I think they had beers. If not, they had kombucha, which still lowers your. Uh, ability to think properly with two kids saying daddy we want this one <laughs> uh, yeah uh, I'll, I'll stick to the storm drains that's where i found my last that's how we got blizzard yeah that's how we got blizzard well yeah. still shots excuse me wow just ripping kombucha and just <laughs> adopting cats all day like that's a dope life man like how do i yeah. s- sign me up for that shit <laughs> 15 dollars, man 15 dollars. that's dangerous man. yeah i'd have a bunch you'll of end up with three of them i know <laughs> So well, anyway, quick plug. Anyway, good yeah. plug. What was that place called? The the Kitty Cat Fay. I can uh, send you Kitty a link. Cat you can Fae. Kitty yeah. Cat Fay. It's in my wheelhouse too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, it is no. cute. That's how I found <laughs> Blizzard. That's how we found Blizzard. <laughs> well, if we're done, if we're done with our beer stories, Kitty Cat Cafes or whatever it was called. Um, we'll move on to the Amazon news that happened. So this is part of our Geek News section. Drink it on in. Send it back. We're moving right along this evening. Um, Amazon just jumped out or shelled out $8.45 billion for MGM. Um, 
Now I've heard that's I mean just in the in the this literally just happened, I don't know, a couple days ago. So I've heard a lot of things, a lot of chatter going on with MGM that they were always close to bankruptcy, <laughs> that they're always rebounding from bankruptcy. But the the cool thing is what that comes through is that that brings you know, and I don't know what the drivers were behind this or how they intend. They didn't really share their plans or anything, what the rollout strategy is for this or how their co- content will come to be on the, what you we would assume would inevitably make it to the platform, Amazon, uh, the Prime Video. But these are good stuff. I mean, some of them are good. Like James Bond, obviously, is in the library. Legally Blonde, Rocky. Um, there's a back series that's huge. Tomb Raider, Aunt oh, yeah. Adam's Family. Uh, Candyman, Creed, Real Housewives, Handmaid's Tale. Like, there's a lot of big-name stuff. Um, and Amazon's already committed to the fact they're going to reimagine some of these titles, which sounds a lot like spinoffs and remakes. I think, honestly, they're they're going to try and um, go after some of the, the TV stuff that Disney is hitting so hard and how Disney is finding real success with, with TV, you know, smaller format uh, 30 minute, you know, episodes, episodic releases and things like that. I think that there's probably going to be a money penny spinoff or, you know, some Creed spinoff or whatever else that could very easily find its way into a TV show and just carry the nostalgia of the franchise itself that it spun off of. So I think these things are, are I think it's going to be, I mean, obviously it's a great time to be a person who has these streaming services and I've got Amazon plus or Amazon plus nope. Amazon prime. It's a new so, hybrid. Yeah. It's a hybrid between the two. So, um, you know, I'm excited for this, but, but yeah, it, it'll be interesting. Um, you know, twice this, the cost of star Wars, it's a pretty expensive, you know, yeah. merger. So, um, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm excited. You know, I'm looking forward to it, but, but this isn't Marvel. This isn't star Wars. You know, it's, it's, it's going to be, it's going to be I'm interested to see how they pl- how they want to play it. How Amazon plays this out. For, that's just my personal take on that. For that much money, did they at least throw in the lion? <laughs> like I imagine that's just like a I don't know, like a complimentary lion. They'd be like, "Well, you did buy us, so here you go. Here's the lion." Yep. Feed him cuz he yells a lot, <laughs> kind of like a dick. You know, I I I did see this article um whenever it came out and I immediately thought, okay, let's see what these movie franchises are that, you know, under the MGM umbrella that, you know, really like make sense. Why would you spend $8 billion on, on this? And I looked at the lineup and I mean, maybe I'm wrong, but I really think the strongest player here is, is the bonds, the bond franchise, which there's some varying reports, but you know, the one that I've got here from CNBC uh, just recently, you know, the Bond, uh, you know, since 1963, it's it's grossed $6.89 billion. So, mm-hmm. I mean, that that's a strong player, but that means that all the rest are, well, you know, and obviously the Wizard of Oz is in there and... Lord of the Rings, um, I think, is too. Is it was not? Was it? But see, but it, was it all of Lord of the Rings? Or was I don't it think just, it's all. Yeah, it's no. not all of Lord of the Rings, though. That was the thing. It was like the Hobbits or something. Yeah, the Hobbit. Um, the Hobbit somebody the other day was telling me The Handmaid's Tale was really good. I haven't seen yeah. it, but I guess it's yeah. like a not a post-apocalyptic thing, but there's a lot of stuff that you know shines light on what's going on politically in our world today. Legally Blonde, not a movie I've seen in a long time, but still one of the most famous cat phrases are, you know, you, happy people just don't kill people. So there's that. Uh, Rocky is another one, actually another strong player. You know, I don't know what that's grossed uh, franchise worth. I just want to point this out. Like, uh, you know, worldwide, 225 million. So there's that. Oh wait, that was yeah, just I, the one. I, I think know. there's more. There's more. There's there is some meat on this bone, and it really. I think that you can you can extract a lot of blood from this thing if you if you really wanted to, and you and you leverage these spinoffs, kind of like what they're doing for no, totally Disney get Plus it. Stuff. I think I, there's I think there's meat great. there. I think but it's even, great. Even as you highlighted, like that the Bond franchise being the most successful financially, you know, MGM still doesn't own Bond. They have to every single decision that goes into Bond has to has to pass a sniff test with the Broccoli family. Um, who can who can say yes or no to almost every anything they own all of the intellectual it's not rights it's like the final Property. say 
No, because they, they don't own that. Pro- like they don't own the property, but they own the rights to say like, mm. yes, that is that is an acceptable storyline. That's a fine character. This is the fine, you know, whatever. The broccoli family can also can also say no to spinoffs, and they killed. They've killed franchises. They've killed um, standalone TV shows, other movie projects. They've killed a whole bunch of shit. So, uh, you know, like even that one being the big money maker is, you know, is that really worth the the investment? Are but, they going to be able to, you know, get on board with whatever they want to make? Yeah, right. So. Yeah, because if they keep telling them no, or they say no to an idea that you know potentially can, I, I don't know, man. I don't, I don't really. It's not bad. I mean, I don't think it's bad for any reason. But, but you know, no, I think I just it's bad don't see because eight billion dollars worth of the stuff. Yeah, that's, yeah, you may. It's kind of like those. You know, like those variety packs where they just jam pack shit into a box and then you subscribe for like forty dollars a month. Like, and you think you're getting all this stuff, and it breaks the first day you get it. Like, that's that's what I feel this is. Yeah. You know. Well, you know what it is. They just they're just thirsty for content, any and all content. They want to dominate. They, do such they want great to win. Work. What, they want that. Well, you know, Netflix does a great job with their shows. You know, and they just came out with one uh, something legacies or. Uh, Shoot, it was like a superhero sort of mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, which I think was it's like, called, yeah, it's, yeah, I know exactly what you're saying. It, but it was yeah. like uh, Netflix's version of The Boys, mm-hmm. you know? Yep. Um, hardcore, you know, you got one scene where one of the superheroes gets her head ripped off. It's kind of cool. Like, yeah. I've, I've watched it in one week, not even. So they could come up with more of their own original content. Yeah. I thought Amazon was doing such a great job with that, like the Billy Bob Thornton saga, whatever that was called, where he's a lawyer. Um, well, they also, Amazon also, I think they've, it's official. I think they've killed, um, the, whatchamacallit, the Top Gear alternative, um, the Grand Tour. Mm. I think they're no longer doing that, which. I don't know if that was them or those guys, or if that was a BBC thing or what. Like, I don't know why that show had such a short lifespan, but it, but it is, it is over. Those guys are getting so old though. Like they need to stop doing that. Yeah. Yeah. They need to quit doing dumb stuff. They need to quit doing it's a dumb young stuff man's game doing the dumb stuff. At the end of but, the day, this is just a drop in the bucket for Amazon. But yeah. you know they'll get a return on their investment, and sure. uh, you know we'll see what happens. Yeah, at the end of the day, and what it means to us is more content. As all these streaming services are are fighting for content and movies and whatnot, this just means we get to see more of it. So, so I'm excited about that. You know, is it scary that Amazon's going to be? You know, probably more powerful than any other company ever in the very near future, if not already. Yeah, that's scary. But um, this part of it, I, I'm intrigued with because I want to see. I just want the content. Give it to me now, right now. I want it right now. That's what they <laughs> feed us. All, all we, I can, we eat what we're fed. All I can think of is a, a Death Star with the Amazon smile on it. <laughs> it's like they're just like the biggest Yo. thing in the yeah. It's, it's not too really, far. Off. Y'all ever really look at the Amazon logo? Yeah, yeah. Jenny thinks it looks like a wiener. It is a wiener. <laughs> okay. It's a curving wiener. Okay. Yes. Um, okay. Just saying. The Amazon curves speaking, to the left or it curves up depending on your perspective. Speaking of but curving <laughs> wieners. It's a curving, How are you going to segue at, this look one? At I'm very look at it. Just take a good, long, hard no, no, look no. at it, okay? No, I'm not doing that. Well. Donnie's going to pivot from this. No, no, Go we're ahead. just moving upward attention. and outward into space mm. via look Virgin Galactic. <laughs> Fantastic. But Ryan, <laughs> Ryan, this this show, this piece in here, I specifically <laughs> threw to you because you had um, yeah, you jumped in the text chain about Virgin Galactic's successful flight and how their stock price is going to jump through the roof, and we should I all be so. paying attention to them. Um, I think, you know, I think, I don't know what we need that space travel for that type of space travel, space tourism, but I'm sure it'll become evident in the next four or five or 10 years as, as things, you know, start to actually happen. And, and this becomes more regular. Um, the story's pretty cool. They've got 600 seats, you know, already sold or reserved, if you will, between 200 and $250,000, six people at a time going up into the, uh, stratosphere, do a little backflip and come on back home. Um, it's pretty interesting. I'm not going to lie. I would like to do it. <laughs> if I, I had love... that kind of bread, I'd do yeah. it. Yeah. I, I would love to go into space. Um, I don't, again, I don't know what I, I would be doing there except just kind of saying, oh, this was neat for a quarter million dollars. Well, I think it'd be, I, I think, okay, but so we're, we're all into, well, you guys more than me at some points, uh, or many points, but we're all into 
Star Wars. We're all into what's going on, you know, in uh, That was the segue science. I was hoping to leverage, not the wiener one, but go ahead. Well, sorry. <laughs> you know, sci- science science fiction or yeah, yeah. whatever. We're all into that. So how cool would it be to actually experience going into the atmosphere or even out of the atmosphere and seeing what the world actually looks like and it'll put a, a big flat. damper on all the yeah, it's, it's flat right it'll put a <laughs> big damper on all the you know flat earthers out there but i think that that in itself is just going to be really cool for the average person before it was just astronauts and things like that like the average per- maybe you're not too average if you can spend two hundred fifty thousand dollars on this trip <laughs> but still how cool is that just the beginning phases of uh intergalactic travel we won't be around to see it perfected, but we might be around just to get a little glimpse. Yeah, yeah. in a galaxy. I far, I just far away. I don't know. I don't know why it's so weird to me, but like space travel becoming normal is just like odd. I, I don't know. This is just just a thought I had. I was like, man. I was like, whoa. Like when I read the article, I was like, oh man, that's so cool. I was like, Virgin, you know, they're doing this crazy space flight, and you can go up there for enough cash. And I'm like, it's just. Like, has this already been going on? Like, have they just been doing this? Like, so wait. So this is just like people getting like an upfront parking spot. And I'm like, they're just paying a little bit extra. And they're like, well, I'm going to go into space. Like, I don't know. I'm like, this is crazy. Like, it's normal now? Is that a real thing? It's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it is crazy to think about it that way, Laos. Like, you're right. Yeah. 120 years ago, like, you yeah. couldn't just tell somebody, yeah, I'm going to go out of space tomorrow. What? Dude, 100 years well, ago, that's... they were like, you're going to leave the ground? Like, you're actually going to fly? And it's like, well, yeah, they didn't even have... now we're going well, into space. They... Yeah, they didn't really have planes till what, 19? Yeah. Oh, Wright Brothers. What not? Wright Brothers. Yeah. 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 Everyone I forgot what year they came with the plane. Well, I just think that, I think it, it basically is, you know, kind of like the start of things. Because I, I get it that it, it's it's hard to understand and it, it is hard to like wrap your head around the fact that like we're, we have the ability or you have the ability if you wanted to to go into space right like that's what i'm trying to get at is that like it is you can do it if you wanted to <laughs> yeah first airplane so, by the way was 1903 thank you yeah. i didn't know that loss on top of your dome 117 okay. years ago if you'd have told people 117 years ago we'd go from the first airplane to being able to go to outer space that's fucking incredible well, they did it a lot sooner than now. They did it in the 60s, so it's even more astronomical mm-hmm. of a goal than that was. At, so, wow. I mean, Actually, when you put that in perspective, 57 years from the time of the first plane to the fi- time of the first shuttle, that's... Yeah. Wow. Didn't happen. The space fake, race was just that, my friends. It was a race it was all uh, that they built in a warehouse. Movie magic. Movie magic? No. I don't believe no, it. but it is cool. Anybody again, else that, see any stars around that? <laughs> well, it just begs the question. It's like, okay, so we can do that. Now what? Like, there. So this whole, this $220 million spaceport that they built in New Mexico was literally just to go up into the stratosphere and pay, get some rich tourists up there? That's all it was? Like, there's no actual value to this or what we're trying to do with this stuff? I don't get it. Whatever, man. Um, we're about to build a fake one in Orlando so we can all yeah. pretend we're in space. That's true. It's probably gonna cost a lot cheaper that's, that way. That's where I'm coming from. We're so eager to like go to the the Star Wars thing where it's like a fake space where you could actually, you know, spend your entire life savings to go to real space for about 20 minutes. Like, why would Great you call. do that? Yep. Yeah. Just yeah. I don't it. know. It, it is. It is interesting though. It, it's really unique, and I think, like you said, Ryan, it's it's you know pretty cool. I wasn't there when the first planes were going up and down. But it's a pretty cool experience if you could be like, hey, yeah, so I'm going to space and this is what we're doing now. And as a civilization, we're, we're here. I think it's not so much exactly what we can do right now. I think it's the potential of what we could do in the near future that really gets me excited. Like Listen, a trip I, to the moon base would be what I, I'm looking for. <laughs> with everything else that had gone on in the world when this article came out, where even in people in Florida were filling up you know, plastic trash bags with gasoline or laundry baskets, will you name it? <laughs> It's good to know that there are people out there that are actually achieving this sort of, you know, uh, technology and and quote unquote spacecraft. I think that's yeah, next level you know, thinking. Aliens are like shit. Do we or do we not? Like they're stupid people, but then there's also really smart. So like, what's going on here? Yeah, I think the part that I would enjoy the most is not. I mean, even though I'm such a big aviation enthusiast, um, it would just be telling people why I'm unavailable those days. 
I'd be like, well, I'd love to have that meeting. Boy, but. I'm going to be in space that day. Yeah. yeah. I specifically planned it for a Tuesday because I'm an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> I planned to be in space during a normal work day just so I can be like, Ugh, I'm sorry. <laughs> going to be I know in our... space. Can you text yeah. me from up there? I don't think so. <laughs> well, you are technically closer to the satellites. Uh... You are because you can see them. But that's not yeah. the point. I want there to be <laughs> that, that'd be pretty shitty. Like cell phone reception's terrible uh, up here. <laughs> yeah, I want there to be so much disruption. It's unworkable. But I want to still try it. I want to be like, no, no, no. You Skype. Why me. isn't the Wi-Fi work? Why isn't it I'm working? Gonna, I'll turn my laptop towards Texas if that will help get the signal there. Like, I don't know what I need to or, do. Or instead of like an actual Zoom meeting, or you know, where you put that backdrop in you're actually in space oh yeah <laughs> like that's oh, great dude i would straight up float my laptop <laughs> out there and just be like it's gone but like the whole time i'm gonna be like well i'm sorry i let go of it and blah 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 oh yeah i would have way too much fun that's why i don't ever need to go to space do you not want to would you not go oh i'd totally go yeah man i would totally go even would you go to despite, mars yeah even despite no. uh, bones's uh mars is a one-way trip well, Mars it is, is right now, yeah. I was talking about Bones's uh, lovely little speech that he had in Star Trek. He's like, "You want a, your blood to boil and blah 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 <laughs> with a space slug." And like, yeah, like even despite all that, I'd be like, "Yeah, I'm still on board." Not for two hundred fifty thousand dollars, <laughs> yeah. though. Like, I'd probably rather a house on Earth. But like, <laughs> weird that I get to say that a house on Earth. I have to specify yeah. now. That's true. Well, we're not there yet. But I do, I do think it's got, it's got, you know, potential to help us get to the next phase of where we go, right? Because as soon as space can, be, can become profitable and and companies invest in it, and there's money to be made out there, whether it be by selling asses in seats, you know, that, that's maybe that's one way to do it and to profitize it and to make it, you know, achievable. It, it has to have money behind it. Yeah. Sorry, space fast what pass. Is- no. Nobody. The space fast pass. Well, you know, whatever. Who knows if that's that? Who knows, man? I don't know. But but I mean, there's a moon base. There's a, a an in between Earth and Moon launcher thing to get us to Mars. I mean, there's a lot of space stuff coming in the next few years. So again, whatever gets us in the direction of becoming more than one, an interplanetary species, I'm I'm a fan of because I think it's what we have to do, and Wait, you know, we I just agree. have to. We've all seen so, Interstellar. We get it. If uh. That's a that's a hard movie for me to watch, but that's a whole other story. <laughs> we know, yeah, buddy. Because I watched that whenever Cora was born, and I was like, oh, my God, no. <laughs> Interstellar and The Last of Us, Ryan can't watch. Oh, I, can't, no. I, I can't watch it. It's so hard. Uh, but I was just going to say this. like, If my 3.4 million shares of Sheba ever get to a dollar, I will cash out some of those shares, and I will buy a ticket for one of these flights, and I will report live. Or we could just start a GoFundMe because I don't know which is going to happen quicker. <laughs> How much Sheba? What is Sheba at right now? Uh, well, I've got three point four million of oh Sheba. Oh my god! It's at and uh, I mean, it's at point zero 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 nine. It's it's actually you know it's okay. It's uh it's gonna go. It's gonna get up there eventually. I even a penny, you know. Would well, it won't get me a trip to to the to the atmosphere. No, it'll give about thirty. Not with that attitude. Bucks. But a, if I get to a penny with 3.4 million shares, that's $34,000. Come on, people. Get us to a penny. Let's go. Start trading. It's a Hold lot. Your shares. Anyway. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> I don't want to give stock advice out. I'm just saying, like, if, Good. if we can all go to the moon. We can all go to the moon. All right? Yeah. Yeah. go to the moon. Or Dogecoin. Either one. Either one. We're not talking about Dogecoin in this podcast. In fact, we're not talking about anything that's right at the end of the show. <laughs> that was fast. Wow. That was fast. Made it to the end of started. I feel like we just got started. Yeah, that's fast. Well, that's what happens when you skip episodes every now and again. (laughs) (laughs) It was also kind of yeah. It was also kind of a slow slow news week. Um, not a whole lot going on, and there's you know Memorial Day obviously took a lot out of me apparently because I'm exhausted. But (laughs) yeah, tired boy. (laughs) But um, Donnie Donnie needed a vacation from the vacation. Yeah, well, we didn't do anything either. That was the crazy part. But but still, it was a nice relaxing time. That's sometimes the best. Absolutely. Um, But yeah. So otherwise, I mean, I think there's there's a lot in the future coming. Obviously, there's Loki coming out within, um, I think, a week from now. The new Marvel show, Loki. I'm excited for that one. Uh, I liked, I'm liking the Bad Batch. 
the Bad Batch is out, and yes. that was that's been awesome so far. I don't know if you've been keeping up with it, Laos, but even this last episode, man, they just keep world building a little bit more, just a little bit more, just another shovel load on top of what you thought you already knew as a Star Wars fan. So it's really pretty good. Um, loving that big time. But Loki's going to be great. And yep. then um, there's some movies coming out before summertime, and then we'll be right back into the fall time. So ah, crazy stuff, man. Time moves so quickly. but truly does. Yeah. But speaking of time moving quickly, we are at the end of our show here. So, uh, boys, where can the good kids find you? I can be found on Twitter at Mr. Lousman. Tweeting mode all the time. Sending cool things and trying to find other cool things. So, yep. Hit me up. Very good. H-M-E-R. And Mr. Rega. Well, while Lousman's got Twitter covered, I've got Instagram covered. So, you guys can uh, message me at... Uh, Rye guy, wait, Rye underscore, I still don't remember. What you are I am. giggling way too much <laughs> entry there. Rye underscore guy at 813. Uh, or, of course, on the Craft Brews and Geek News Facebook page where we are always sharing awesome content and uh, having great discussions. So come on over. We really are. That was fun. Um, I love that group. And I actually learned stuff a lot because I just flipped through there. So um, I'm totally with you. You can find me on Craftology Radio, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. And um, I want to do more. We, I know we always say that, but I, I'm, we're still putting out a couple of videos a month. Um, it's really just, you know, pretty, pretty funny stuff that we find interesting. Gameplay footage, um, some trailer videos, and things like that we do as well. But but yeah, Craftology Radio is pretty much across the board. Um, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. I never use Instagram and Twitter, but that's okay because uh, we are on YouTube. So check us out there. Um, anything else before we close out the night, boys? Now, now I think I'm good. Right. I like it. Who's taking us home? Oh, I think it's got rag guy written all over the place. Uh-oh. I don't okay. remember. I don't remember. <laughs> One memory. You want to give me a second? Do you remember it? No. Do you remember? I don't. No, remember. I don't remember. Uh, for a little context, I... we we did a little game and um, and we came up with <laughs> the greatest of send offs and now we can't recall it. <laughs> but none of us can re- none of us can remember what <laughs> yeah. it was. I, I even said it. I was like, oh, that's the greatest outro ever. But like, yeah, <laughs> I may have it deep in the archives, but the archives appear to be incomplete. So <laughs> mine appear uh... to be closed. <laughs> so as we say at the end of every episode. Write that shit down. <laughs> I like it. Yep. <laughs> I like it. Now we got to leave all that context in, so thanks. That's great. You're welcome. <laughs> no, that's good. Give me a everyone. As Ryan said, write that shit down. Write it Bye, down. everybody. See ya. Yep. You've been listening to the official podcast of the Brewmasters Club, Craft Brews and Geek News. Grab a beer with the guys and be sure to subscribe to catch additional content. Add this podcast to your favorite RSS feed or iTunes. Chat with the guys on Twitter at Brewmasters Club and Facebook and online at www.brewmasters.club. Cheers! This podcast is part of the Craftology Radio Network. Listen, we get the Craft Brews and Geek News show is way better than it ought to be. If you'd like to learn more about other shows that we have on our network, please subscribe to the Craft Brews and Geek News podcast. Visit craftologyradio.com to learn more.